Rolling Tape. Yeah. Hello there, Podcast Land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. Thanks for joining us once again on our front porch. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Yes, we are currently not on the front porch because it's turned a tad chilly. Yes. It's not too bad today, but... Uh, in the shade, it's longer than I. It's cool. It's going to be cooler, not yes. longer, but it's going to be cooler than I want to sit out there for that long period of time. Yes, it trying is to get this done. But we are so glad that you are here with us. That you've chosen to spend part of your day listening, listening to us ramble from the front porch. And while you're here and we're getting going, if you would please do me a favor, I'd greatly appreciate it if you'd give us a positive review. Go ahead and subscribe to the show. And I've already thrown myself off because it's in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to the show. That way you don't have to do anything. Yes. You just wake up when the day's episodes are released, whether it's a regular Tuesday, if it's one of the bonus episodes days, and boom, your day is made because the Front Porch Sessions podcast is already there. What a good day. Favorable review. Yes. And five stars. We'd love it if you gave us five stars because we love you five stars and we'd appreciate it. If you loved us, five stars back. While you're doing things for us, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram, where you can follow our stories and our feed, catch up with us with our adventures on and off the porch. So hopefully you will go find us on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Participate in any of our polls or questions. We sure love to hear from you. You can even send us one of those direct messages. It comes right to us, and we'd sure love to interact with you in that way. So the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. Do make sure to use the at sign as you're looking for us actually look for like people is that how it would be instead of tags because at us at us is yeah. that what they say i don't Maybe. know i'm not re really uh keen and down with the vernacular of these things oh, okay. that people say okay. well just at me next time sure, when sure, trying sure. to be funny or yeah whatever yeah so i don't know do whatever you need to do well i say it that way because we had a porchie that pointed out to me that if you plug in the hashtag the front porch sessions that you will run across us a few times but it's mixed in with some other it looks like musicians to me so you'll actually want to follow us as an entity on instagram the front porch sessions podcast on instagram well that makes sense because your front porch sessions a lot of times you're playing music out on the front porch yeah yeah, I yeah. like it, which was part of what helped us pick it as a title for yes. the podcast. And if anybody really cares, that's why we added podcast <laughs> to it because we couldn't get the other. Well, there you go. There you go. And speaking of Instagram, we recently uh, did another poll on Instagram asking individuals if they carve pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And out of those that were that responded to that, which was uh, looks like twenty of you. Responded to that, 55% yes, said yes, and 45% said no. And what did you answer? I did not answer that particular okay. one. Because we are, it depends on the year, and we haven't in a couple of years. It really does depend on the year, yeah. and, and we haven't. It's messy and time-consuming and sometimes not terribly fun. <laughs> so Yeah, it, it can be fun. <laughs> it, I think it was funner when the kids were younger yes now they kind of have minds of their own and they want to <laughs> to do it all and handle yeah. the big knives yes. and just create messes yes and, uh, we used to make a big deal out of it mm -hmm. we would have 10 people here yeah uh, more than half of them being students yeah and do uh chili and yep. pumpkins yep and it was a thing for years and years yep 
And then I think we missed one year yeah. because uh, something maybe with the kids, some activities or there were something and then maybe COVID happened and we, yeah. I don't even remember if we drew, we did any pumpkins during that time. I don't think not so. Not sure if we're going to do it this year or not for a couple no. of different reasons. I'm not really inspired. So it, it just, it's a lot. Have you seen the recent thing about pumpkin carving that don't take off the top, actually go in from the bottom? And when I read that, I kind of had one of those like dust, lap your forehead kind of moments because then you could eat more easily, get stuff out. And then as Use our gravity, well, yes, but also think about it when your when your pumpkin starts to rot, that top kind of falls in. Mm -hmm. So that's not going to be an issue. And you could just put the candle right on, like we usually put it on our stone steps. So then it's, you just put the candle right there. You put the pumpkin on top of it. Do you set the pumpkin on anything when you carve it from the bottom end? I don't know. I, didn't I, look I don't think I would want to just put the raw pumpkin that's been cut open you probably on could. our steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably could. I wouldn't want to do that, though. Yeah. Because I think that would create more of a mess. Well, I understand. I'm saying, like, so, you probably could put something underneath oh, it. Oh, I thought you were trying to tell me. No, you can probably just set it out there as it is. And, like, I'm not asking no, you I that. I know that. I'm I, sorry. Yes. I got you. I'm following you. Welcome but it to was the kind porch. of a dumb moment. Yeah, I, like, could, okay. I could see that. Yeah. There's a chance we might do... Do them, do one. <laughs> and when, pray tell? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. We just got, we got a, a lot of activities. Yeah. We had Not a, we, but the yes. two, two younger people that yeah. live in our house. It's kind of crazy. We had a little bit of a quiet week as far as stuff, like extra stuff, this past week, and we're making up for it this week. I believe that was even a comment that you made, this is what we get for having a quiet week. Right. It's picked up, it picked up a little bit over the past weekend mm -hmm. and just going crazy yep. all together. Well, while we posted that, I don't remember exactly why I posted that particular thing. Mm -hmm. If I said on the podcast why I posted some of the other ones, I know I've told you individually, but I can't remember on the podcast. Uh, like only once in a blue moon do you give like, this is but why. But like the most recent one, I don't remember. No, we'll go I don't back think and listen so. and if, if I'll go back and check it out instead of telling the story twice, just in case. I sure. don't think so. But you don't think so? I don't. Okay, because I was watching this video and they were testing these things mm -hmm. and it sounded very gross. They mm -hmm. were eating chips that were... Uh, tomato soup and grilled cheese potato chips. Oh, I know. I told mm, you and the kids yeah, about that. Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about this. On yeah, the I don't know either. Or not. I don't know. That's that's an interesting flavor. And then we watched something recently. Pimento cheese. Pimento cheese. And they're chips. like this tastes like cheddar and sour cream. Did you want to try yeah. it? Like, were because you, you like pimento cheese. Uh. I like pimento cheese. I I would alm, I'm almost borderline of loving pimento cheese. <laughs> which you especially is weird. like uh, homemade. Right. Like you like to make. Yeah, it. but there's certain. Yeah, I do. Since I discovered that a few years ago, yeah. but there are certain tubs of it, and, I, <laughs> and it may just be because that's what I grew up eating. Mm, okay. Some. I I would be willing to try both of those chips. I don't know that I would eat a lot of them. Yes. So, yes. Which reminds me about a story about chips, but that's not what I'm here about right now. <laughs> I can tell you that story in a second if you really want to know. On the air or off the it air? It can be on the air. Oh. Either one is fine. Okay. So it's not like inappropriate or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> nothing at all. But anyway, so we posted this poll asking people, do they carve pumpkins? Mm -hmm. And it was kind of interesting to me to see the number of people that I knew had kids at home that mm -hmm. versus didn't and how they responded. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, but anyway, it took me back to several years ago and I don't know if the word would be chastise or berate or <laughs> I don't really know the appropriate word, but I do remember having a conversation with an individual and this gentleman asked me, and I use the term gentleman loosely here. Uh, <laughs> this guy asked me if I cooked with pumpkin. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, sometimes I do. We make a pumpkin bread and yes. it's cooling off and it's, that's more of a fall, winter mm-hmm. type thing for us, late mm-hmm. fall, winter thing, making this pumpkin bread, mm-hmm. uh, which we all seem to enjoy. I think mm-hmm. actually you even eat some of it, which yeah. is rare. <laughs> and um, so I'm talking about that, like we'll make a pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Christy pumpkin really wants that. Chocolate chip cookies. Uh, do you really like those type things? So yeah, we <laughs> use, not. not really. We yeah. do make, uh, I tried last year or the year before, pumpkin pancakes. Yeah. They turned out okay. Yeah. Kids, our kids will eat anything if you if it's like if it has cake and you put more sugar on it, they're all about it. <laughs> well, and add cream so, cheese icing, right? For oh, like, cream, like some sort of a topping. I don't remember if that one did. I did make a cinnamon roll pancake oh, yeah. once that had the cream cheese icing. <laughs> so we're t- he's talking to me about this. I'm like, yes, yeah, sometimes. And he's like, do you do it out of fresh pumpkin? I'm like, no, I the can's fine. Why didn't you know this was a baited question? <laughs> because I didn't know that's where it was going. I really just thought it was just conversation. conversation yeah. Because I like to as use as few processed and prepackaged things that's as possible. True. But I will use canned things. Yeah. I will use canned vegetables. I will use canned pumpkin. <laughs> I will use canned pie filling, yeah. particularly in our cobbler, instead of making it myself. Yeah. I will do both of it, but mm-hmm. pumpkin is just one of those things. It's easier to get out of the can. Mm-hmm. So then he starts berating me about how dare I use canned <laughs> pumpkin for things. And all I can think about is there's a decent amount of time and cleanup and tearing down a oh, pumpkin my word. to cook it. Mm-hmm. And how much of how much pu- usable no. pumpkin am I going right. to actually get? No, thank you. I'm not going to go through all that trouble. Uh, but then he's like, do you know what's in that can? <laughs> and I'm like, pumpkin? No. <laughs> There's not pumpkin in that can. They don't put pumpkin in it. There's just a little bit of pumpkin. It's a bunch of squash. You need, <laughs> Next time you use it, you go home and you look at Isn't the can. pumpkin a squash? And it's going to have, it's not going to say that it has pumpkin in it. They're going to put squash in it. And I do believe you're correct. That okay. pumpkin is a form of squash. I already think I would have had that so, face like, what? And like, I'm just like, huh? okay, whatever. How do you get yourself Loser. in these conversations? This happens uh, to you more I've, than anybody I'm apparently I know. a magnet somehow, <laughs> and I don't know how to do it. So it was a week or two later. Mm-hmm. I'm making some pumpkin bread uh-huh. out of canned pumpkin. Because. Because it is delicious. <laughs> And I remember this conversation where I've been chastised and berated and I'm the scum of the earth because I use canned pumpkin for things. (laughs) I uh, looked at it and lo and behold, do you know what the ingredients were on that can of pumpkin? Tell me. Pumpkin. What? That was it. Nothing else. And you... So then I went to the grocery store. Uh Not not right away. Oh, okay. It's not like I'm like, I'm going to prove a point and I'm leaving. I wish we had this on YouTube because I'm getting all animated. So it's not like I immediately hopped in the car. And left everything. Did you go to the house? Kitchen. No. Aww. I went, but next time we were at the store, I picked up every single brand of pumpkin, <laughs> canned pumpkin that they had. And you know what was in every single brand of if you canned tell me pumpkin? pumpkin? I'm going to die. It was only pumpkin. Oh, man. One ingredient. That's Interesting. it. Interesting. So why are they so crazy about this? And telling me that it's squash and yeah. I'm not getting, well, you know, and part of my thought too when he said it, and I had to look it up later, but it was like, well, pumpkin is a squash. So. 
you're an idiot. You don't know how to read. You don't know how to think. But I do, and I do not know how I get myself into these. You do situations. though, don't you? It seems to be more a often knack. than not. Yeah, you're yes. like the person I know most of this. I wonder to. if it's because I. Well, no, that's not true. Because I'm going to say I wonder if it's that people know I will spar back with them because they're stupid. Oh. But I don't always do that because no, you didn't in this situation. I don't want to deal with it. Yes. You know, I'm not really into that. I don't know. Interesting. I think some people, I think it's insecurities on some of the other people's part mm -hmm. is what it is. Because I, one of the things that I am known for is cooking. Yes. Within our circles. Yes. And I think some people apparently can't take that I'm known for certain things. That I, I know about food. I know about cooking. And because some of the times I've been attacked, it's been food related. It is. That and is I, true. And I think that's what it is. It's an insecurity and they're trying to flex their muscles on me. But at least flex them correctly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Man. So do you want to you want to go in the chip store or you want to save that for another time? No, go ahead and do the chip story. Okay. Well, hold on one second because I've got to run an errand real quick. Okay. All right. I'm back. So, <laughs> and you guys don't know the difference. And I just left the studio area to go down to the pantry to pick up something to talk about chips. We don't get this certain brand of chips that come from Louisiana. Very regularly. They're hard to find mm -hmm. in our area. And mm -hmm. when we go to the big city, I look for them. Sometimes they have them. Sometimes they don't. And you might hear them crinkling here. But so I have some of these. Uh, they are a New Orleans-style kettle chip. Okay. And they come in a variety of flavors, just mm -hmm. like regular chips. They're pretty good. Uh, particularly when I'm not a big fan of kettle chips. Mm -hmm. But I do yes. love these when the season. But I was reading the ingredients a couple of weeks ago. Uh -oh. when we picked up a few bags of these. It is. And I am so confused. Okay. So here are, I'm just going to read some of the ingredients because okay. I don't know how to pronounce some of them. <laughs> we already know that words are hard. Yes. So potatoes. Okay. All right. That's good. Good, good, good. start. And that's the first ingredient. That oh, means it's the majority of this is potatoes. Okay. Okay. Here's where it gets tricky for me. Peanut oil or a blend of peanut oil and canola, canola oil, corn oil, or sunflower oil. <laughs> and then it goes into some sugar, salt, some preservatives, some seasoning. Mm -hmm. All that's not matter. These are gluten-free, though. Well, there you go. So, all right. So this struck me as odd, and I am confused. Okay. Peanut oil or a blend of peanut oil and canola, canola oil. That's the second time I've stumbled over the word canola. First time over the word stumble. Corn oil or sunflower oil. So these people making these chips don't know what kind of oil they're frying them what in? What if, hang on, I have a possible explanation. Do tell. What if they are a plant that does more than just one type of chip? And they recognize that it could be a blend. Uh, maybe on a good day, it's just straight corn oil or canola oil. But otherwise, it could be a blend because of what they've made. So they're reusing stuff. You do. What I are know. You talking about? I know that's okay. But I would think if you are manufacturing a product, you would want to use the same thing every time. I don't disagree. Because of a consistency of taste. What if they're just trying to cover all their bases and be safe? What? Okay, so they could use different types of oil for different flavors of sure. chips, or maybe maybe they fry other things at this factory. and different. Yeah. And there's just like if it drops over or we pour the wrong one, we don't yeah. want... 
I'm just trying to cover all their bases. Yeah, I know. It sounds like some lawyer wrote these ingredients. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, which is why I was you know, a little surprised by you having I, a hard time with it. But just reading it and saying it's <laughs> this or this or this, how do you not know what you're putting in there? What kind of voodoo are you working on those chips? Nicely done. Do you like how I tied that in? Because these chips just happen to be flavored voodoo. Voodoo flavored chips. Yes, my favorite uh, actually are the craw taters. Oh, yes. So, because they kind of do have a little bit of that craw, crawfish seasoning flavor. Yes, they do. They do. They Good are stuff. delicious. So, we're not giving you the name of them because they're not a sponsor, but if they want to sponsor us, we'll take their money and their chips. <laughs> also, here's the other thing this particular bag is it says it's five ounces. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the nutritional facts, uh -huh. it says there are five servings per container. And would you beg to differ? I would say that is a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Okay. At best, there's two and a half servings in here. <laughs> it's probably more like two and a quarter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that could just be me. <laughs> but the first bag of these, uh, I ate in two and a quarter sittings. I, well, you know, if they're that good. They are delicious. I love them. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that's a question for us to ask sometime. What do you mean? You know, like favorite Like what's flavor? your favorite flavor of chips or favorite, like maybe favorite brand and flavor because okay. there are difference. I, I do like some chips that we don't get where we live. Yes. A particular brand, uh, because we all know Golden Flake is, is better than others. <laughs> they are not a sponsor and I'm okay giving them some airtime. Well, I was going to say, I'm curious if you would be all right with them, just this particular company that you're holding in your hand. Uh, yes, if they wanted to be a sponsor, that'd be great, but you don't even need money to send you chips. If they just send us chips like every other week, yeah, I would be fine with that. I figured. I would be, but the money would be better to help pay for the podcasting stuff. <laughs> and the chips. And in our pocket, and we maybe buy our own chips. They could send us both, really. Oh, I, I hear you. So, Always. So Zaps Potato Chips, if you're out there listening. There we go. You need to be a sponsor of the Front Porch Sessions podcast, the greatest podcast in the world that not enough people know about. Mm. Uh, we eat your chips. I already <laughs> give you money, so you should give me some money and some chips, <laughs> and I will promote you like crazy. Oh, man. Speaking like of all that, should we check in on your challenge? The challenge. Yes, oh, from last okay. week. So the October challenge, occasionally we throw these out. And it started out early on. We almost we had one like every month or almost every mm -hmm. week about being kind and nice. But so we currently have a challenge that every uh, podcast episode that you listen to in the month of October, we would like for you to tell one person about it. Yes. Just say, hey, I've been listening to this uh, podcast, the Front Porch Sessions podcast. These guys are hilarious. Mm -hmm. They're wise beyond their years. <laughs> or the, what other lie you want to tell people? The <laughs> advice that they give people. Yeah, we don't care. Mm -hmm. But we would we would greatly appreciate it, and that's our challenge to you, the Porchies, mm -hmm. or just a random listener. You don't have to be a Porchie, but if you're listening to a episode in the month of October, we would like you to tell one person yeah. in person. Hey, I was listening to us. Now, don't make it awkward. <laughs> you know, they're asking you how, how mom and them are doing. And you're just like, have you listened to the Front Porch Sessions podcast? <laughs> well, that may be weird, but if they're asking about how mom and them are doing, you, you say something along the lines of, well, you know, you know mom's been, been a little sick. Sis, sister's doing better. But you, what really helped them turn the corner oh, is they started listening to this podcast. See, I think you should check it out. Whatever. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. <laughs> but what if it is? We don't lie about it. Just make it truthful. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Just make it truthful. All right. I'm a little suspicious that your challenge may be working. 
Because I sent you some numbers yeah. and they seem to be up uh, yeah. for the last episode. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, you had more people listening in the first or downloading in the first couple of days. So that's good. Or at least we have new, more people that are potentially subscribed. I don't know. So yeah, challenge like continued. Yes. Continue that challenge. Yes. Well, that's a long introduction <laughs> in telling stories, too. But that's what we do here. We tell stories, and that's probably all we're going to do today as Ooh. well. But before uh, we move on, how was your week? My week was pretty good. It really right. was. Uh, there was a lot less extra going on. Just one extra thing happened as far as beyond just the normal week. And that was very nice. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that. it while I could. Good. Yes, because it's about to get crazy <laughs> yes, again. Yes, yes. And you? My week was actually pretty good. Yeah. There were some interesting moments. Okay. Which I have not told you about any of them. Oh, my. I will say this. The weather did turn a little bit. Yes. And uh, it got a little bit chilly. Mm-hmm. And we did actually, against my, I don't want to say better judgment because it was the right judgment. But sure. Against what I wanted to do, we did cut the heat on. Yes. And that was because it was dropping into like the 30s and 20s and not yes. at night. And maybe getting up to 70 in the day, mm-hmm. but those nights and it was cooling off and came home for lunch one day. I'm like, it's a little chilly in here. I may cut yeah. the heat on when we get yeah. home. Came on just enough to knock off the chill yeah. because I didn't want it to be like freezing right. at night and, right. and something because we got kids. It's not just about us. <laughs> so we did do that, but I am looking forward to some of the colder weather. I've been thinking a lot about gumbo lately. I figured it had something to do oh, with food. Yeah, some gumbo, maybe some chili. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I, I, two stories I haven't told you about from this last week. Okay. Uh, one of them is just informational. One of them, I really want your reaction. This is another time we should actually use YouTube mm. so people can see your face. Okay. So I had a colleague actually stop by my office Thursday or Friday to check on me. And they started off, uh, when they came, they knocked on the door. Uh, they knew I was doing something, but I make sure they weren't interrupting. And then they asked, how big of an Alabama fan was I? And I'm like, I'm not really. I'm a casual fan. Okay. We'll watch some of the games. Uh, it has no bearing on my life. I mm-hmm. didn't go to school there. So there's no impetus for me to, you know, get crazy about it. We'll watch some games here and there. and Most of them we won't. Most of them we won't. So I think we watched about a quarter of the A&M game or something. He's like, okay, well, I was just coming to check on you to make sure you were okay after oh, they lost. Man. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Uh-huh. That's the first time anybody's ever done it that way. His team's been losing. Oh, well. And uh, I think he may take it a little bit hard with yeah. that. I also think there's part of me that if I allowed myself, I could come very vested in that type of stuff that doesn't have any bearing on my life. Yeah. And if, if you're that person, more power to you. Sure. That's your business, not mine. Sure. I just don't want to spend my energy. So I thought that was neat. Somebody was just asking because the team lost. But yeah, so the first time that's ever happened. But the other thing, a little bit uh, more exciting, I guess, is one way to look at it, is Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Do you remember Saturday morning? I do. What do you remember about Saturday morning? Well, I remember that you got up extremely early and I slept in. That would be accurate. I would say that it's sort of typical, except for that you don't usually get up as early as you did. Like, I remember looking at the clock thinking it was before six. Oh, it was before six. Okay. It was before six. I probably woke up the first time about two or three. Oh, man. And never really went completely back to sleep. But I did get a little decent nap after that. (laughs) I'm assuming I just slept really good. Okay. So probably about five o'clock, was awake. Mm-hmm. Tried to go back to sleep at 5.40. I decided I'm getting up. 
There you go. I can't handle it anymore. I'm not going to go back to sleep. I'm going to get up and go and start my day. Okay. So I get up, go to the coffee pot, get it going. Mm-hmm. And they're like, now what? So I go downstairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I run some scales and do some guitar exercises oh. while I'm waiting for the coffee pot to finish. It finishes brewing. I come back upstairs and I sit down with a cup of coffee and my phone and I'm going to read the news. Okay. And then about 6.30, one of our kids wakes up mm-hmm. and comes out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then the whole time I've known I've needed to go to the store because mm-hmm. I need to get some whole milk. Mm-hmm. We drink skim milk, but we use whole milk for cooking. Mm-hmm. Folks, if your recipes aren't turning out because of when they call for milk, it's probably because you're not using whole milk. Yes. You need that fat content, which also bothers me around here. I can't find full fat buttermilk at the mm. store. Mm-hmm. It's a low-fat which buttermilk, which makes me think they've just taken low-fat milk and put vinegar in it. Mm-hmm. But we'll which talk we about that, that some other time. So uh, we're going to make, uh, I decided I was going to make waffles for breakfast. So I yes, needed the whole milk uh, to make my waffle recipe turn out. So she, she's uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go get this. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to mix up the batter. And as people get up and they're ready to eat, we'll make the waffles. Okay. It won't take that long to heat up the waffle iron. You know, three or four minutes to, to cook a waffle instead of cooking them all and, and sitting down to eat as a family. So I go to the store, go in, I get the milk, I leave, and I get home. And I get out of the car, and there's nothing in my pocket. So I'm wearing, uh, I guess you would call them athletic pants. Okay. Back in the day, maybe like wind pants okay, or, yeah. or track suit pants. I don't know. And I know with the particular pair I had on, the pockets aren't very deep or very good, uh-huh. and it's a little bit more okay while I'm standing up, uh-huh. but and sit down, things slide out. So my wallet is not in my pocket. Okay. And I thought, this is not good. No. So I jump back in the car. I drive back down to the grocery store. This is a great thing about living in a, a small town that yeah. we can get to the grocery store in, in three, four, or five minutes. Yeah. If we're able to move at some point, it's going to be difficult if there's not, oh, you're out of something, boom, right. and you're back in seven minutes. Right, right. So um, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Though. So I go back, and I look in the exact parking space, nothing there. And I go inside and say, did I by chance leave my wallet in here? And the, the, the clerk looks around a little bit, and I'm like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay. So I come back home. Now, what I should probably tell you is when I got in the car, something fell out of my pocket. Mm. And I opened the car door, and I saw my phone in the pouch of the car door. Uh-huh. So I thought, oh, just my phone fell out. Uh-huh. I need to pick that up, and I put it in the in the passenger seat because I didn't mm-hmm. want to open the car. Forget sure. about when I get home, phone fall out, and it would crack. Right, right. I didn't realize that my wallet had also fallen out of my pants. Oh, my goodness. So I thought, oh. Okay, it's somewhere in the car or it's at home. I didn't uh, close the garage door when I left, so when I came back, it was open, no light. It is pitch black. Okay. Thought maybe it had fallen out. I just didn't hear it and getting out of the car, so it's in the garage. Come back, kind of look, don't see anything. Come inside, put the milk up, get a flashlight, go back, look, it's not in the garage. You're not panicking yet? Um, not yet. I'm getting close. Yeah. But there's a logical explanation. Okay. It's got to be somewhere sure. or somebody stole it. <laughs> so I'm, I look through the car. You know, the shoes that I've been missing for about three months, I no. found them. 
What shoes were you missing? Uh, the, the, the Sanooks from a Hilton oh. Head that I've been looking for. Yeah. And I thought, oh, we just left them on our last trip. Okay. No, they were in the car. There we go. They were underneath the seat. Congratulations. So that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's too late, not, now, too but... late in the year for me to wear them. <laughs> so it's not there. I'm like, I'm going to go back to the grocery store and look. Now I have a flashlight, even though the parking lot was lit well. And I am starting to think, what am I going to do? Right. I'm not really worried about the cash. People right. always say that. But I legitimately was not worried about the cash because I had one dollar. I was gonna say there was only one dollar in my money clip. It was my licenses in there, right. my school ID, uh, some other things, and then like trying to figure out what type of credit cards were in right, there. Right, right, debit card. Because some of them uh, we only put in there when we travel. Right. Some of them I don't ever put in there because <laughs> they don't have a physical store. They don't have one near us. Mm -hmm. Some of them like that I keep in there in case I want to order something wherever I am. <laughs> you know, lots of things. Yes. So I'm like, I have no idea what's in there, what's not. Uh, how am I going to go through canceling all these things? This is going to create a problem for something else that's coming up. I go back to the parking lot. And get out, look again, have the flashlight. At this point, the sun is up a little bit. Still nothing there. Parking lot of the grocery store. Parking lot of the grocery okay. store. And I'm finding nothing. And I, at this point, I, I've come to realize probably what happened is I opened the car door because I heard something. I felt and heard something fall out of my pocket. Uh -huh. I saw the phone. I picked it up because I didn't want it. It wasn't, you know, in that pouch good. Mm -hmm. It was just there. So I saw that, that my uh, money clip wallet thingy fell out too, but mm -hmm. I didn't see that. So it must have fallen out. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I mean, this is my third time back to the store. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to retrace my steps. That's mm -hmm. all I've been doing this whole time. Mm -hmm. And I'm panicking. Oh, the morning started off so good. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to be, we're going to be knocking out breakfast real quick. I'm going to be going and doing these other things. Well, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back home. And then I guess I'm going to. Breakfast can wait. I'm yeah. going to be on the internet. I'm going to be making phone calls. Yeah. I'm probably going to come wake you up to see yeah. what else might have been in there that we have to cancel. So I'm driving down, coming back home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these, they're not really back roads, no. but they're, they're not on the main road. They're quiet streets. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going and I'm keeping my eyes out just in case. Mm -hmm. And here it is when you turn by the, the lodge. It's got it. There's a bank mm -hmm. on the big corner, but in the back of that is some sort of lodge thing. I don't know what it is, like okay. an Elks Lodge or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I see something up ahead in the road, and I think, I wonder if that's my wallet. What? I wish people could see your face. So I, I slow down and I pull up and I open the car door and I can't see anything. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not a mirage. This is. So what I feel, realized I did is I think I pulled on top of it. Uh -huh. To where I couldn't see the body of the car. So I just pulled over on the side of the road. And the uh, instead of actually parking in a parking space on the side of the road, I took up like four of them and got out. And there was my money clip laying, with its $1 in it laying there on that curve. Ow. I was overjoyed with that. And so what I was thinking for a little bit was I opened the door right there because something fell out and it was on that curve. I don't remember opening the door. And that's the story I was sticking with for a while, that apparently that's where it fell out. So I opened the door so I wouldn't forget, and boom, it fell out. But I could have swore to you I opened the door before I backed out of the parking space at the grocery store. Yeah. 
That's why I was so convinced it was at the grocery store. Yeah. That it fell out there. Maybe some it was still there or somebody picked it up and took it inside. And I got to thinking, well, it's not inside. Somebody, even though I don't think anybody had been at the grocery store yeah. in the time I had been there and back. But, okay, somebody saw it and they pocketed it. The best I can come up with is that when I sat down in the vehicle at the grocery store, the wallet, uh, the phone fell out, the wallet fell out. I couldn't see the wallet that it fell between the door and the seat. Mm -hmm. That when I opened up the, the door to get the light on and see what it was to grab the phone, that the wallet fell onto the running board and stayed there for about two and a half blocks. That's wow. the only thing I can think of. And then on that curve, it fell off. So that was a, quite an exciting morning for me. I I don't know how you didn't lose like five pounds with anxiety and worry right there. I, I was trying not, there had to be a logical explanation sure. and that I was going to find it. It was either in the car somewhere. Because sometimes with those type of pants, I'll come in and I'll put it in the seat next to me mm -hmm. or in the uh, center console or something so I know where it is because I know it will fall out of those pants. Where easy. are these pants? I'm going to burn But them. I knew they, I knew it had to be somewhere, wow. but on that third try, if it wasn't there, it's just that I decided, and I almost for a second thought, well, I'm just going to go home. Yeah. And I circled back through the parking lot. It's like, I'm going to go a little bit slower, paying attention now that the sun's up to the way I wow. went home from here. And there it was. Wow. So. Wow. Yep, and don't call me old eagle eye for nothing. Oh, my word. Well, that's enough of my story time for a few minutes. Wow. Uh, word on the street is that you keep saying, well. Yeah. What, do you have any thoughts before I, I move on? I think I'm kind of glad you didn't tell me at the time. Like, okay. I think I would have been a ball of nerves. Really, I think I would have been so anxious. Even if you, like, told me that morning after it all happened, I would have, like, needed a little while to <laughs> pull myself together. It was it was a uh, a little bit of a rough start. I mean, the, the start of the morning was great, but yeah, almost so much like I thought I'm going to start getting up this time every day and doing these things. <laughs> oh, please! I know because it never works out. <laughs> no. If I plan on getting up early to do something or have that quiet time, mm -hmm. the kids are going to get up. Yeah. They have the sixth sense about them. It was nerve wracking. There was some anxiety with it, but I kept it at bay mm -hmm. because there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. And, you know, here I am, first time ever if that something type of thing has happened to me. But I knew there had to be a logical explanation. Okay. Either I was going to find it or somebody stole it. Okay. And I, so, yeah, stuck with it. It's a little unusual for you because if something like that happened with me, you would keep a cool head. You'd keep a level head. You might tease me at first, but you would know immediately, like, okay, this isn't the time to tease. And you would be like, it's happening. It's no big deal. Right, right. We'll figure it out. But for you, you're really bad about beating yourself up about stuff. So, about silly mistakes. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Yes, I get it. So it's a little, it's a little weird. I think bit. I made a conscious decision that I was going to be remain cool under pressure, and I was going to solve the mystery. Mm. You Which know, means that you me, can. Freddie, Shaggy, Daphne. Oh my gosh. Velma, you're a mess. We, we're if you need a mystery solved. You know what? Maybe that's our new side hustle. Mm. You can drive slowly on streets. <laughs> I can solve mysteries for other people. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you found it. I really, really am. Me too. For Me your too. sanity, for our household sanity, because it would have been a yes. very tumultuous. I'm, I'm not ready to talk about the other things yet, but... No, oh. no, no, no. There's nothing wrong. But if we had to cancel a bunch of stuff, the other problems that it would have created. Oh, sure. Yes. We'll get to those in a yes. few weeks. Yes, absolutely. So. Ugh. 
Well, now that your heart is settled back down, word on the street is that you have a question for us. Yes. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's question. It sort of fits perfectly with what you've been talking about here. It fits perfectly with what we've been... You don't like the overdub really voices? Don't. Okay, so lay your question on us. So the question is, you are, most of the time, we all are, creatures of habit. If yes, there was yes. one thing that we took out of your daily routine, it, can you think of what that thing was that would just totally upset your day? Like... You're, you do drink coffee, but I've seen you not drink coffee in the morning before. You can survive without coffee. Is there something you can think of that if it, if we just said, nope, you're not going to do this now or you're not going to do it at all, What what's the thing that would completely ups, upset you? I don't think there is anything. Really? I, there, I would not be surprised if we're able to figure out something, mm-hmm. but... First impression, first blessing, words are hard, folks. We're going to get that put on a button very soon once I get back to making buttons. Um, First uh, blush is I'm not sure that there is something. If we took something out of my routine, that it was going to throw my day off. Okay. Because there's a lot that I probably do Mm -hmm. the same every morning or the same every day, but Mm -hmm. I think it's... varied enough that it's not going to throw me off okay now i know some people they say oh if you took away my morning coffee right i couldn't handle it you know i may go for days without drinking a cup of coffee it's rare yes it is rare yes and i I drink a lot of coffee Mm -hmm. uh, but i don't need that to start my day yeah at least at this point in my life not having it doesn't give me headaches uh and there are times that we're going somewhere for different reasons i'm like i'm just not going to make coffee i'm not going to deal with it yeah. I may get some later in the day, and I may not. Yeah. You know, even recently, I went like three days without a cup of coffee. Not a big deal. Uh, I don't eat breakfast a lot during the week, mm-hmm. so you can't say that. Yeah. Uh, eat more breakfast on the weekends, but sometimes, even with that, sometimes Would that I mess with not. your schedule <laughs> if we added in breakfast, maybe? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe if you added yeah. something in. Yeah, because I would say that's not the question, but I do see that throwing that something might, extra. That might, if you made me eat breakfast, I would just have to make sure I got up a little bit earlier to, to squeeze it in. And not that it would take that much time. You just would almost need the time to adjust. Right. Yeah, I'm not really sure that if you took something out. Okay. I don't think I'm that addicted to something or okay. that tight in. I do like routine. Yes. I like everything to be smoothly running. But I don't think there's something. Okay. If you took something out, it would be a problem. Throwing okay. something in, maybe be a little maybe. For a okay. Little what about you? If there was, if we took something out of your daily routine, would it drive you bonkers or whatever the actual question was? I I think there's probably some small things. I don't think it would drive me bonkers, as you said. But I think that it's something that I probably take for granted on a daily basis. So even though we live just a couple of blocks from our place of employment, mm-hmm. we drive separately. And part of that is because the kids and we're going several different directions, but I actually really enjoy that routine of two blocks by myself in the car. Um, sometimes I listen to the radio. Most times I don't, which really bugs you, but I do think I kind of value that time, whether I intentionally think about it or not. I don't know, but I think that would be something that would okay. be a little like because you've joked or well, maybe not joked. You've said a couple of times we could go down to one car, and every time you say it, like my blood pressure goes up. We probably could and make it work, but we do run different schedules. People like you drive to work. Yeah. You live two and a half. I'm like, and we work at the same place. Okay, yes, but okay, this is all the places that we're going that are not two blocks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
that and then you drive separately yeah because we're not all going the same direction yeah. you know if we had to figure it out we would yes <clears throat> and we have you know i think yeah there are times where we've been down to one car yeah for whatever reason and make it work you know if we're looking at that this is going to sound weird i th- i take the kids to school the vast mm-hmm. majority mm-hmm. of the mornings mm-hmm. if you took that out it might throw me off a little bit yeah because when I was sick, you took the kids to work, and I, I went in. <laughs> to school. You took the kids to school, <laughs> and I would get there sometime before I yeah. had to go to class. Yeah. I was in no real hurry with that. Yeah. So there's a potential that that could, but I would adjust very easily because uh, it changes about what school they're in when yes. they have to be there, and that yes. changes our routine. So, yes. you know, that might throw me off for a day or two, but not really yes. anything. Yes, I hear you but on that. I do get that. Yeah. Even though it's just two blocks. Yeah. That's there's that's something two about blocks. it. Yeah, and even just driving the driving home, sometimes there's some value to that. And I was the one that was picking up the girl child when she had volleyball. So like she would be done at like five fifteen, five twenty. And so my routine got to be where I would leave my office by five and I would sit in the school parking lot. Usually I was there like 503, 505 at the latest. And I'd sit there for 10 minutes and I got to where I really liked that little routine. And I really liked the routine of her being in the car because she would talk nonstop from the second she opened the door, not close the door, open the door until we got home. And I was like, okay, you need to get out of the car now. (laughs) So I kind of missed that a little bit too. So it's interesting how quickly we just little things in your routine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get that. So that's my question. That's a good question. Thanks. Yeah, if you're out there listening, let us know. Yeah. What would uh, throw a kink in your day if yeah. you got removed or even added to? Yeah. <laughs> with that, we we've actually made uh, decent notes. Yes. For this particular episode. Yes. And we're just now starting to get to them. <laughs> no, just some of the stories they they were noted earlier. But I'm going to cut a few of those. Okay. People listening have no idea what we're talking about. No. This is a big deal. For you to cut something? Well, well yeah, to cut. <laughs> and also that we kind of made outline they, of notes that, okay, extensive. these are the stories we're going to talk about. But there's one that I do want to talk about, but we'll cut that. Okay. And, and come back to that um, maybe um, in the next episode. I was going to say later episode. Yeah, later episode while it's still fresh in our mind. But I want to talk about something we alluded to in the last episode, which okay. I was referring to things by the wrong numbers. And the that's wrong numbers? by the wrong episode numbers. Oh, oh, oh. And that's because with one of them, I put the wrong episode number in the title name, but the ep- right episode number was in the description. <laughs> and it just apparently threw me off. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. Okay. But so in the last episode, we, we talked a little bit about I was recovering from allegedly having pneumonia. Oh, my word. I had pneumonia. I had a touch of pneumonia. We're going to go with that. I'm I had a okay touch with of pneumonia. that, but you need to own what the doctor said. Well, she wasn't really sure. <laughs> she said she saw spots of pneumonia. I was she there. She said she saw spots. Yes. Which were scar tissue. Uh, you do not know that. I know because we didn't see the x-ray. You're not Show that kind of doctor. Evidence. You're not that Show kind of doctor. Show me the evidence. You're not that kind of doctor. Show me the evidence. You have to let the evidence lead you to the conclusion. <laughs> you can't let your conclusions lead you to the evidence. It led her to the conclusion. But why didn't she show me the Oh, evidence? my word. What is she hiding? Have you ever seen one of those? Have you seen a chest x-ray? Because um, you've had them done before. I know. I'm trying to think. Nope. I don't think any of them have shown. They See? have been lying to me. Oh, my word. Folks, I'm just kidding. I'm not this person. This <laughs> makes good good podcast. But, okay. Okay. I've, I may have had a touch of pneumonia. So, <laughs> we talked about that. And then I referenced this idea of another song because we did talk about Fancy Like That, which yes. I did start following him on Instagram. Oh, okay. And he posts these videos uh-huh. of him and his 
18 kids dancing. I think there's only six of them. Uh, but doing that and the recently a little baby, like somebody has sent in. Mm-hmm. And I guess it would be a toddler, not really okay. a baby. Okay. But doing, I definitely doing this to shape baby. thing. Uh, it's a fancy like that. And, and he's just dying. It's of like course. Need some fries with that shape type Aww. thing. But, so it's wholesome. Okay. And that's what we need in the world. Some good, wholesome entertainment, much like the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Aww. So I referenced another song, or started to, and I'm like, no, we're not getting down that rabbit hole. Okay. Several months ago, I was running downtown to the store, because mm-hmm. we have a grocery store just downtown. We do. So, you know, if it's one or two things, in and out, back home within seven minutes, mm-hmm. at least the way that I do it, without <laughs> speeding. Uh, we get in and out, and so that's nice. So I'm going down there one evening to pick up something, and there's changing the radio around. I hear a part of a song, and I thought, oh, that... That sounds pretty intriguing, pretty mm. interesting. Now, I will tell you this much. Later on, I heard the whole song, <laughs> and I don't remember if it was on the radio or if I wanted you to listen to it, and it was on the front porch. I know it must have been that. Okay. Because I pulled it up, and I'm like, this is not as good as I thought it was. Okay. So <laughs> that, that's a long setup for this. But the premise of it <laughs> was that breaking up was easier in the 90s. But oh, I guess okay. breaking up was easier in the 90s because in, in there there's a line, something about he doesn't have to see all your pictures. Mm. Well, here's the thing. In 2021, if you break up with somebody and you don't want to see all their pictures, you get rid of them on social media or don't get on, sis, on social media. Yeah. yeah. Say that again. Unfollow or block. Yes. Unfriend. So we don't have to do the doom strolling. So Doom strolling? Doom scrolling. Oh. I said strolling. I meant Is scrolling. Is that a real thing? Yes, I think that's what they call it. Okay. Like when you just get on on one of these things and yeah. you're scrolling for hours and hours. Okay. With no end in sight. I, I think thing. it's called doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. So you don't have to look at all these pictures. Well, in the nineties, we didn't have social <laughs> no. media. We didn't have these type of cell phones, so you didn't nope. have that problem. The other thing was like you he could convince himself that you didn't call. Oh, or that because you didn't, or you did call, but you didn't know what to say, so you didn't leave a message. Oh, so you hear those two kind of phrases. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, there's real promise to this, and it's <laughs> going to be talking about these things. And, you know, part of the time that we grew up, the song's not that good. Oh, it may have been a hit, may not have been. I don't know. Yes, and uh, I didn't know the guy got sued by another artist for plagiarism, oh. but that's oh. neither here nor oh. there. Not for that song. Oh. Okay. For a different one. I see. I totally get this idea for you because you're sort of a, I'm going to be real careful with this word, but you're a pseudo songwriter, like meaning you have never been published or or paid for any of your work, but you have written for as long as I've known you. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. It's not something I really do, but no, I don't take the time. I need to take the time. I don't even think it qualifies as a hobby. Oh, okay. I'll mess around every once in a while. Now I have written some songs that we've performed publicly with a full (laughs) band. Okay. Like five or six. Okay. And we actually have, a couple of them were really good, uh-huh. and th- there were some good recordings. But the, <laughs> here's a here's a free tip, folks: back up things. Oh. So once we got it all mixed and stuff, shortly after the hard drive crashed, yeah, and there's no backup of yeah. that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I'm always intrigued by those yes. and listening to that. So I'm like, oh, this has got a lot of promise. Well, after being sick, I came up with this conclusion that being sick was easier in the '90s. Oh my. And I told you about it, and you thought for a different reason. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you my reason first. (laughs) And even just maybe five years ago, ten years ago, I think being sick was easier. Because you didn't have everything streaming. Sure. So if you were sick, and one of the things when you're sick is you're supposed to get a lot of rest. And you're going to take naps and off and on with that. So it used to be basically you had to turn on the television 
And whatever was on TV is what was on. And if you fell asleep, you fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was it. Maybe it'll come back on. You know, if it was like a TBS type thing, it would be on six times Mm -hmm. that same day. Mm -hmm. You know, 14 to 38 times over a three-day period with that. So you probably could catch it again, and you'd fall asleep at a different place. (laughs) Uh, But now with streaming, you don't do that. Or with DVDs. You know, I remember you being sick in the past uh, several years before we really got streaming. We'd bring up movies for you, load up the (laughs) DVD player, and you would watch them. And if you fell asleep... You would maybe rewind it, or if you thought you were falling asleep, you would stop it. Yeah. Well, now it's harder to do that. It's really We not. don't have, listen to me, <laughs> we don't have cable. Right. Downstairs in the basement, we don't have an antenna, so it's streaming, streaming only. Yes. Now, there is a couple of streaming stations that will kind of act like cable-ish. Sure. With that, but not really anything that I want to put on. But my thought here is, though, with streaming, though, is, yeah, if I know I'm going to fall asleep, I can stop it. And there was one show I fell asleep in that a documentary I really want to see. So I had to stop it. I'm going to have to go back and watch the whole thing because <laughs> it played like 40 minutes and I saw about 12 of them. Oh, okay. I get that. But if you're watching some TV show or maybe even movie, you're not even going to remember. I was watched a new, new to me TV show uh-huh. uh, that was out for two seasons 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And it was just to have something on, really. Uh-huh. But I would f- fall asleep during some of the episodes and wake up in a different episode. I missed like the last three episodes because I, f- I fell asleep one night and mm-hmm. woke up about two o'clock in the morning and something else was playing because uh-huh. it just kept playing. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about in that context is it just plays and you miss it and you don't remember where you left off. <laughs> now, you may be the type of person that's going to go seek out where you left off. Yeah. If I fell asleep in it, it's good. It counts as me watching it. <laughs> That is true. That is how we view things as a couple. Because there are some shows that we watch, and I may fall asleep in them, which is is not good because sometimes that 10-minute nap to Mm -hmm. 30-minute nap wakes me up, and I'm up for a few more hours. But you don't stop the show. You just let it play. And I tell you not to. I'm like, no, it's good. I don't need to go back and watch it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. And sometimes you get a little grumpy about it, too, because I'll be like, I, I can stop this and watch something that you're not interested in. And you're like, I'm awake. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm like no, you're not. I can subconsciously <laughs> oh, okay. monitor what's going Liar. on. So that's why I think being sick in the 90s, in the 2000s, 2010s was a little bit easier. Because you, because of that aspect of it, you basically had to watch what was on or you had the DVD. Mm. I understand the idea of streaming. You can catch it, but it's just going to keep playing and playing and I don't remember what episode I fell asleep in on this particular show. <laughs> it's not that big a deal to me to go back and try to figure it out to watch it. Then it's just the same as if you had TV. That's what I was. That's not what I was saying. Mm-mm. But it's it was easier because now you feel obligated. I think some people feel oh. obligated that oh I fell asleep, and I have this at access. It was regular TV, and I I wouldn't have that. Whatever they were showing that day is what I get to watch. I see. Okay. That's where I think there's. You feel an obligation to go back yes. and watch it, yes. which maybe maybe most people or normal people, <laughs> not me, it's got to be pretty big for me to watch. I watched a couple of crime documentaries, mm-hmm. and I know I dozed off here and there, and mm-hmm. those I'm not going to go back and figure out what I missed. <laughs> I got the gist of it. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, isn't there like a category in one of those streaming networks, like mindless watching, or there's like something? I, I think I have seen that. Uh, maybe there's one that's like good to watch while you're playing on your phone. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if it actually says that, no, but there but are some mindless yeah. ones, or I've seen some lists too that are, these are good shows uh, while you're on your phone, <laughs> which I don't, I don't know. I do that sometimes. I do know that. Uh, sometimes I'm actually like reading the news, not playing away. Other times I'm looking for funny stuff to send to my friends. Ah. I think that's where the problem lies. And you know your kids immediately, whenever they listen to this show in a year or They're so. going to say that, but yeah, because they're like, well, you're on your phone too. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was just finishing up work so I could come get you early today. No, I was going to say they heard the phrase, you're looking for stuff to send to your friends. Oh, they, they didn't, they didn't always, hear the hard part about working. No. Well, here's the other thing, too, about I think <laughs> being sick was easier in the 90s okay. or in the 2000s, the, maybe the early 2010s, mm-hmm. is you didn't have smartphones. Mm. Okay, so then even when we get into this era of email, Mm-hmm. You have to get up and get on a computer to sure. check your email. Mm-hmm. So if you were sick and didn't go to work, you were cru- tr- truly, you were truly, mm-hmm. words are hard. <laughs> we're going to have to keep a counter sometimes how I much agree. I say that. I think that's four. But you were truly disconnected. Yeah. That I'm sick. I can't come to work. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not going to call me. Unless it's something major, because that's going to be very rude Mm -hmm. for you to do that. And you know that, I don't understand this, but almost for everything, every illness out there, rest is part of the prescription. Yes. But now with smartphones, you've got your email, you've got text messages, Mm -hmm. we've got other forms of social media. You're getting embarked, what's the word? Bombarded. Bombarded. You're getting bombarded with these messages from work. Mm-hmm. And even though sometimes you get them like, I know you're sick, but but yeah, okay, I don't like that. Yeah, uh, and I don't, I didn't get one of those recently, but no. I have in the past. But are you get? Hey, the other one I think is a little okay, but it's more passive aggressive, and it's problems like, I know you're sick, but this is for when you feel better, you have uh-huh. time. We wanted to go ahead and send it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't uh, forget to send it to yeah, you. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's accurate or, or not. I'm gonna tell you that one of the blessings of your diagnosis, even if you're calling it an alleged diagnosis or the possibly we can, we can, touch we of... We will agree a touch of pneumonia. Okay. That diagnosis, there's something about that word, pneumonia, that I watched it stop people in their tracks. It strikes fear in the hearts it, of it men does. and women everywhere. Because think about it. If we were to tell people, well, you had, uh, you really were suffering with allergies this weekend. No, not a big deal. They're not interested. Even you if you have had cold. The flu. No, not interested. But there is something about pneumonia that it, really got people's attention. Okay. And I true. think <clears throat> that in a lot of ways, it ended up being a blessing because it did seemingly stop some people in their tracks from maybe doing some of that passive aggressive stuff. I don't. Okay. And I don't know if I would have gotten much anyway. I don't. Gotten it's much? Oh, like emails and work related stuff. But there seemed to be this sense of, oh, he's he is actually right. really sick. Like they wouldn't be checking on me through me yes. because of that. That is true because that first day I went to work, I was supposed to have a meeting, mm-hmm. go to a meeting in the afternoon. And I emailed the person in charge of that and said, I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> I was diagnosed with a touch of pneumonia over the weekend. I came, I covered all my classes. You know, I had the guest speaker. I don't remember if I put that in there or not, but. I'm going home and crashing. Yeah. As soon as my next class, so yeah. I'm out of here. Yep. And the response was, I totally understand. Yeah. But you're right. If it was something else, like, well, maybe you may not get that. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. 
That's I don't mean true. it sounds like I'm being manipulative with it, but there is something there are certain things when we find out that people yep. have those illnesses or ailments, yep. it changes what we think or how mm-hmm. we react. So I was shocked how many people were asking me later about yep. it. Like they knew. I'm like, I didn't I didn't take any time off of work. I didn't <laughs> tell anybody here. How do you people know some of yeah. that? There's some that's very very weird. I have no idea what kind of secret ne- network out yeah. there is running that. I'm a little curious running surveillance on me. If your boss, uh, with you not being at that particular meeting, if maybe it got out through him, not like in a bad way, just like I okay, I did think about that because this is not uncommon for it's a small group, mm-hmm. and when somebody's not going to be there to say so and so is not here because they've got this meeting here. Yes. Or they're sick. Yes, yes. Uh, so that, but still with that, the people that are involved in that, yeah. I cannot foresee them going and telling some of these <laughs> no, other people. No. So there were some odd ones. The trail yeah. is a little yeah. tricky to me. But again, back to this idea of being sick was easier in the 90s. You didn't have, <laughs> they're not going to call you at home most of the time, mm-hmm. unless it's something major. Mm-hmm. You're, you don't get emails. You don't feel the obligation Mm-hmm. to do it even when we first had emails and home computers you had to get up and go get on the computer True. and wait for the dial up you didn't feel like doing that <laughs> you know i kept up with emails pretty regularly or easily too with just pulling it up yeah. on my phone i didn't feel obligated because i don't ever feel obligated when i'm not at work <laughs> you know you don't owe me 24 7 there we go um, but that i think that's a little bit easier yeah. Or was a little bit easier sure. back then. There have been times that I have been sick, that I've gotten those emails, that I've gotten those text messages, those calls. Same thing for being on vacation. Oh, sure. You know, like, you need to call the office about this. So I call in, and it was nothing. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> Why are you, you know I'm on vacation. Right. This is not a big deal. That could have waited until we get back. It was really informational. Yeah. I'm sorry. Make a note. <laughs> Make a note and go tape it to my office door. I yeah. will see it. Yeah. Then you don't have to worry about remembering it. Yeah. Okay, now you said something, too, that you thought being sick in the 90s was easier. Do you remember what that was? Uh, I uh, uh, mm, mm, don't. You don't? Get me started. Okay, well, back in the 90s, the internet wasn't the same thing it is now. Uh-huh. And so you were not a, it was not as easy to diagnose yourself. Oh, now that is true. So when I was telling you, hey, I want to discuss this briefly on the podcast, yeah. that was the first place you went. So yeah. I'm going to uh, take a seat back and let you take over <laughs> here and explain what you mean by that. Well, I'm going to pick on you in the meantime, just so you know. Well, that's the story of my life, story of my <laughs> life. And, I'm, you know, I have the controls here, so I can cut you off if oh, I need okay. to. Okay. Well, part of you saying this whole alleged diagnosis thing is you came home, and once your fever had broken, which, by the way, that is kind of the comical part about it, is that you were running a fever that morning. That's how I got you into the clinic. And then I, as soon as we got to clinic, of course, like, no fever, but I'm convinced that there was something else happening in your head because there were bits and pieces from that visit you do not remember. And I deliberately did not take any medication that morning because yes. I knew we were getting in. I didn't want to interfere with any diagnosis <laughs> or delay being able to take any medication. Yes. yes. And so, but we got home once your fever dreams subsided, once you had a little bit of your wits about you, you started Googling. And of course, you came back with, well, she could be wrong because it could have been this, this, or this. (laughs) Okay, actually, I did all that before I went. Oh. I did that like a day or two before. 
Oh. So the symptoms that I had mm-hmm. that I went in with, mm-hmm. none of them I would have thought were pneumonia. No, agreed. And Absolutely. this is it's not just this time. This mm-hmm. is previous times that you have something. You want to look it up to see if it's serious <laughs> enough to go to the doctor. Sure. With the symptoms that I had, it could have been three to four things. And what was one of those things that she was convinced you had? She was convinced that I had COVID. Yes. And she's like, it's, it's going to come back. Yes. And you have this, so we need to start thinking about it. And it came back and negative, and she was shocked because I didn't have was. it. <laughs> so, but, you know, there that could have been in there. There was allergies. Um, Bronchitis? I Maybe. And there's some, I mean, they tested me for strep throat right yes, away, yes, even yes. though I didn't. Strep is running around our com- community uh, pretty bad. I but, think that was So it. that was, that's the difficult and self-diagnosis yep. because it could be with the symptoms I had mm-hmm. easily one of four things. Right. <laughs> and not what you ended up with. Not at all. The cool part about that, though, and I think I said this when I recorded with Coop, was that uh, she just took a really aggressive medical stance on it and essentially threw everything at you that she could. So she treated, uh, of course, the 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 illness itself, but also treated the cough, treated, you know, all these sort of things that she was trying to deal with. And I just really appreciated that because even if, even if she was wrong, she gave you medication that was going to help you there. It was not she a pneumonia something. medication, right? right? And I just really appreciated that. But you're you're hard headed enough about that kind of stuff that you start looking into WebMD or whatever is sometimes. Pops up quick. I normally do that going into it because I need to know if it's serious enough for me to go to the doctor or not. And I actually do understand. I don't that. do it after the fact, yes. unless I'm looking up what the medication is they gave me, <laughs> but. The real question here, or that we're supposed to be discussing, is that it was easier to be sick in the 90s because you did not have yes. WebMD or something yes. else. So Yes, because you were sick. That's what was wrong with you. You were sick. And until you went to the doctor, you were just sick. I think there's something very simple about that. I would say I'm curious if surely the number of visits to a doctor or a clinic or ER or whatever were lesser in the 90s, wouldn't you think? Because people are not looking it up and going, oh, I'm going to die. I don't know. I wonder. You could probably find those statistics easily. I just think that now that we have this little teeny tiny computer in the palm of our hand that will tell us whatever we want it to tell us at any time of the day, that it's so much easier for us to kind of buy into the idea of, "I, I desperately need to go to the ER. But I could see it being more before the invention of WebMD. Because you don't know. Because you don't know. Yeah. Because now I can put my symptoms into this magic box mm-hmm. and it spit out, oh, you may have this, this, or this. And I can look at that and like, oh, well, that's not a big of deal. <laughs> Beforehand, before you had WebMD or some of the others, whatever mm. else is out there, mm-hmm. you didn't know. So maybe you actually had to go to the doctor for that. But I, now, you, you know, I think it could yeah. go either way with that. Yeah. But there was a part of it that I think was easier in the 90s because you couldn't just look up your symptoms Mm -hmm. and then automatically jump to the worst possible conclusion and that you're dying. Right. Because you have whatever. Yes. I think that for me, I am this strange balance, and I could have just stopped it strange, I'm sure, but I'm this strange balance of someone who worries a lot but is constantly telling herself, you're worrying too much. And so when there is something like an illness going on within me, I automatically jump to, 
oh no, this is bad. And then I spend the next however long trying to talk myself out of it being bad. Uh, oh, you're just run down. Oh, you're tired. Oh, you're making too much out of this sort of thing. And so I am just this really conflicted person when it comes to being sick. And you, there have been times that you have said, you have to go to the doctor because you are seeing me really wrestle with, well, but I, you know, I can't be all that big a deal. There are times that I just Right, the you, same yes. things that you're getting on to me yes. for, you're doing. Yes. And about not wanting to go. Do you think having something like WebMD makes you more prone to go to the doctor or more prone to self-diagnose and not go to the doctor? I think I'm more prone to go to the doctor. With with, with WebMD, WebMD. Because yes. you jump to, if it says your symptoms indicate it could be one of these four things, mm-hmm. you're going to choose the worst of the yes. four yes. and tell everybody you're dying. Not tell everybody. It'll just be going on in my head. I okay. won't tell anybody right. that's because well, right. I don't want them to know how crazy I am. That's being, I'm being a little facetious Okay, here well, I am too, I guess, but. Not really. Not really. Okay. But yeah, I think that I am more, it almost like gives me permission to, okay, maybe there is something to worry about. Okay. So, Well, and the thing about being sick sometimes with me that's problematic is if I felt like this before and it's, you know, only been a year or two and I remember it, that's what I think I have. (laughs) And there's sometimes that 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 works. I went in once and like, hey, mm-hmm. I, I think I have this mm-hmm. and I feel exactly the same as I did last year. And they're like, yep, that's what you have. Let's do this. Went in another year. Hey, yep. I think I have this. And he, the doctor did the check. And I'm like, this, I feel exactly like I did last year. And I'm like, nope, you have, I think one time it was like, nope, you have strep. Mm. Like, what are you talking about? I feel like I did when I had the major allergy problem. I don't have a sore throat. I don't have anything else. He's like, nope, it's strep. We did the test. And so I think that becomes problematic because then things, I don't know, the symptoms mirror each other. They overlap. So I I have become more apt to go to the doctor. Yes. I'm still going to be slow at going. Yes. Because it's going to take a couple of days when the onset thinking I can handle it myself. Yes. But just because of these mysterious things that I have these same symptoms, but you're telling me it's something different. Yes. And honestly. And some of them have actually been different doctors, so they could have been lying to me. I do wonder if maybe they have a favorite diagnosis or something like that. So, no, I was actually that morning not sure. Let me let me back up and say I you really had been sick Thursday, Friday, and I did not have in my head tomorrow I'm going to make him go to the doctor. It really was hearing you cough and your fever that I was like, okay, these feel like mitigating factors that should get him in the door. And I think I said this on the podcast. I know I've said it to other people. When I ask you if you will let me make you an appointment and you don't hesitate and say yes, I know, oh boy, you really are kind of miserable. And so that was that was certainly the case. Well, maybe you should start putting my symptoms into the internet machine. I didn't. I never did that. And spit it out and say, look. The internet says you have this. Here are our options. No, because then you'll start negotiating. Well, I looked it up already, and it said blah, blah, blah for It me. depends on the timing and well, how bad I, I well, feel when I do it. That's true. you got to learn to work that. So, well, yeah, we'll just go with that. <laughs> so I guess if you have uh, reasons why, and some of you are too young to actually have a reason, but some of you are not. <laughs> if you you have a reason why being sick in the 90s or maybe the 2000s, early 2010s was easier, 
we'd love to hear them. Okay. With that, those those are ours. Mm-hmm. Even though it kind of got off a little bit, well, that's fine. It seems I guess. pretty typical. That's life on the porch. Yep. So, man, we could keep going. I got lots of good stuff here, but we'll save that for another time. Uh, let's start wrapping up. What's new with you? I got to go and hear probably one of my all-time favorite historians speak. He was speaking remotely, which I hated that uh, because I had already in my head how many books I was going to take with me to have him sign when I got to meet him. Didn't get to meet him, but it was a phenomenal opportunity to hear him speak. He's a professor that I've used his books in a couple of my classes. More specifically, I used a cup, well, one last semester, and then I think he either co-authored or co-edited the textbook that I used for that particular class. So that was just this amazing experience. And we end up going and hearing usually an author every year in the fall. This is uh, my department and then some friends of the department. And it was just, it was great. I was so glad to get to do it. There was not a huge crowd, which of course that's still just being mindful of the virus. And we're supposed to, we all wore masks to be, you know, conscientious of that. But it was just this incredible opportunity to, to see this guy who I consider to be one of my academic heroes, hear him speak about something that he is so incredibly knowledgeable about and was really fun and entertaining about it. So that was just such a cool opportunity. What's new with you? I used the slow cooker slash crock pot correctly <laughs> with a new recipe. There we so go. So I actually put it on high when it was supposed to be on high uh, in the morning. Actually, uh-huh. the day of recording, we're recording on a Sunday afternoon. I mm-hmm. prepared some things before church and we came home. It was ready, and we had Korean barbecue tacos. Delicioso. Now, this is uh, Korean barbecue. It's a way of preparing the meat. We used to buy jarred Korean barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. That's the first time we've ever tried it. We came out of a a thing. We were just in a store, and like, oh, that sounds interesting. We've Mm -hmm. seen some things on TV. We're going to do it. Then they quit carrying it. Mm -hmm. We found some other. It was okay. Okay. It wasn't as good, uh, but we... Decided that's what we're going to have, Korean barbecue, and we don't have any, none at the store. Mm -hmm. I found a recipe. I'm going to have to alter it just a tad, not much, but homemade. Love it. And it was was really good. I loved it. It was great. And the kids, uh, they cleaned up. Oh, yeah. We we ate it all. That's the second meal this week that they pretty much ate all of. Yeah. The other, I made some quick chicken and dumplings. Mm -hmm. And uh, you weren't pleased, but no, they they were not my best work. It was, you know, kind of thrown together, didn't have the the time and tenderness that I'd preferred. (laughs) Uh, But I went back to get some more and. There wasn't. They had already been back like three times. Yes. With that. Yes. So. They helped me clean but, up that night and there was like just, I mean, really nothing at the bottom and the kids were negotiating. Is that another dumpling? I want it if it's another dumpling. So okay. you did good. I, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, the Korean barbecue taco or Korean barbecue sauce uh, turned out well. Yeah. So that's why it's new to me. I tried it. It worked. Woohoo. And uh, it's not barbecue. No. It is not barbecue. No. But it, it's Korean barbecue is different than American barbecue, I guess. And uh, on a side note, Mm -hmm. before we get out of here, I didn't get to watch it because I'd put it on TV and started to watch it, and then I had to get up and start to do something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. By the time I got back in, the show was already over. Okay. It was a cooking show, and they were going to show you how to, what they they were calling this, how to make barbecue ribs in the slow cooker. Oh, okay. Uh... I, I wish I'd got to watch it, but I'm just here to tell you, 
everybody within the sound of my voice on the Front Porch Sessions podcast, you cannot make barbecue ribs in the slow cooker. Mm. You can make barbecue flavored ribs there you go. in the slow cooker. Yeah. Barbecue is a specific way of doing things. Yeah. Facts, right? That is a, that's not opinion. That's, that's facts. facts. Okay. That's no cap. No cap on that one. <laughs> Um, One of the like child. You can have, you can have pulled pork, and it might be barbecue. Okay. You know. Yes. We we've been somewhere before. And yes. To somebody's house, and they were so worried that I was gonna how what I was gonna think because they were serving pulled pork, and I didn't, I'm like, you're not calling it barbecue, so my expectations are different. Yeah. And this is pulled pork. It's a way it was of eating the sandwich. It was. Yeah. So I mean, don't mislead. Calm me. down. Don't lie. She, this person freaked out for nothing. Okay. <laughs> You, Which says so. a little bit about you, by the way. <laughs> well, this person, these people actually had, had eaten a, a decent barbecue yes. amount at our house already. Yes. So yes. They, they knew what we were talking about. Yes. So, yeah, I, I wish I'd watched it to see what they did. Now, I sometimes we will do pulled pork sandwiches coming from the crock pot, but I never call it barbecue. Right. Because you can't make it in a crock pot. I hear you. It can be barbecue flavored. I hear but you. back to what's new with me Korean bar- barbecue. Yeah. Is excellent. Very good. So and I it was so that. pretty. It was. It was nice oh, and shiny. And yeah. <laughs> we need to write that down so I can remember how to do oh it. Oh my next goodness, time. you've not written it down. Hey, don't worry about me. You worry about yourself, okay? I had I, I had am. a touch I'm in, worried about my belly. I had a touch of pneumonia. Look you should leave you. me alone. You're owning it now. Everybody heard that, right? Well, if it if it helps me out, <laughs> I will do it. Good. So well, anything else you want to add? I do not have anything. All right. Well, Thanks you guys very much from the bottom of my heart for <laughs> joining us this week on the Front Porch Sessions Aww, podcast. Okay. It's been lots of fun. Yeah. And uh, come back next week for more stories. And until then, until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. See ya.